Mm, that was pretty loud. It was pretty good, too. It's a band that's been around since 1989. I think it was their first album. D-A-D. It stands for Disneyland After Dark. They're from Denmark. My name's Steve, and the podcast is called At This Moment. I am the last free American, and I'm speaking to you as always from the great Pacific Northwest, the heart of the free world. There's so much been going on since the last time I did one of these. And there's so much to say. It's hard to kind of focus it. Jordan Peterson said recently, property is theft and success is oppression. He was saying not what he thought, of course, but he was speaking as to what the woke left, if they could articulate their beliefs at all, really, um, in a coherent manner, they would say, well, you know, property is theft. That's what, that's what it is through effect anyway. Property is theft and success is oppression. They believe property is theft and success is oppression. If somebody has $2 and they're standing next to somebody who has $1, well, the person with $2 must have screwed the second person somehow, taken advantage of them if they have more than the other person, or they had privilege along the way. It couldn't have just been they worked harder. And if they did work harder, it was because they had an opportunity to do so, not they just pushed harder. They were, not they just had more output for whatever reason will who knows and who cares and whose business is it whose business is it to quantify what someone gets out of life because of what somebody else thinks it took them to get there it's not very fair pfizer's mutating a virus the the, the one you know the the vid for a new vaccine so they got a guy on video who is in pfizer research and development. He was telling a date in a hidden video, a guy who was posing as somebody who got close to him, went out on a date with him. But meanwhile, it was a sting operation to get information about his job. So he's at R&D and Pfizer, and he says, well, you know, they're, they're working on a stronger version of that vaccine, of that, that virus, so that it won't just, you know, be 99.998-something percent survivable this time this time it'll only be like you know 95 percent survivable and there'll be like panic and you'll need the vaccine and we'll just so happen to have a very very effective vaccine but it won't cure you of it you know we could do that but that won't you know that's we'd rather bill your insurance every year so we can we can we can prevent it but we can't like cure you of it or like immunize you from it. <laughs> like, like anything else, you know, because we need it. That's why insurance is in control of, that's why you have to have medical insurance to get medical care. It used to be, you just go to, when I was a kid, you just go to the doctor. Now you have to have, you have to have medical insurance. And then we treat medical. What if we treated car insurance like medical insurance or medical insurance like car insurance, I should say. And like every time you got gas, it went on your car insurance. What would your car insurance rates be? See, that's why healthcare costs so much. That's why health insurance costs so much. Healthcare costs so much because there's so many people that don't pay that they have to compensate. 
and health insurance costs so much because health care costs so much. And they require it for everything. It's not just like, just in case. You know, that's the problem with your health insurance. It's not just in case. Hold on, it's not showing me something. Show the thing, show the thing. Why is this not showing up on here? I hate doing my own editing. Don't understand that. Why would it not be showing up? I need to see that. There we go. Sorry about that. Not very professional, but then again, nor is this. But they're creating a new virus just so they can bill you with treating it. So everybody's waking up to the fact that we're in the matrix. Even Andrew Tate, that's why they hate him too, by the way. They can't stand that guy. He said like a year ago in a video he was talking and he said, you know, he said over and over that he's not suicidal and nor will he ever be. He says, I would never do that to myself no matter what they tell you. He said, number two, he goes, there's, there's, there's a three-stage process of, of when you're saying stuff that they don't want people to hear. When you spew information to a big enough audience that they don't want people to hear, they don't want people hearing it. They don't want people hearing somebody else in the media saying something that they themselves believe because then they go, wow, I'm not crazy. Okay, I, somebody else thinks it's somebody of note. So there's Tate saying stuff, and he says, well, I, he goes, well, I think they, they cancel you first, and then you kind of come back to a certain degree, to a certain other audience. You gain notoriety through being canceled sometimes, and then they arrest you for something, and then they kill you, or you, you, know, you, you hang yourself and shoot yourself in the back of the head twice with a gun that's not on the scene when they find you. You know, and they, it's a suicide, a, clearly a suicide. And so that he said that like a year ago or something, months ago, and then he got canceled. <laughs> because uh, then he got, and it wasn't because he was saying stuff about, you know, men and women and dating and, you know, it's hard to be a man. Uh, there's uh, Men aren't toxic. Masculinity isn't toxic. Society needs more masculinity, not less of it. The problem is a lack of masculinity. That's what happened about three generations ago in the early 70s, around the time I was born. <laughs> so, not Tate, me. And, <laughs> you know, they had to... Uh, there's there's a lot of um, a lot of females saying this, and you know just people saying, yeah, the the first thing they had to do was kill uh, masculinity itself and and undermine it and vilify it because the you know the the men are going to be the first ones to to push back against tyranny and push back against uh, unconstitutional law and mandates and government overreach. So, and that's why <laughs> they're able to do what they're doing. That's the argument. And people are just saying that. They're going, yeah, I think that. I think that's what's going on. I think that's what's happened in, in our culture, in our society, in our American experiment. And those people getting canceled for saying that. 
they're getting canceled for saying that. There's no criteria for being put on the terrorist watch list. And you've got Adam Schiff, who just got kicked off the Intelligence Committee, saying that the Republicans in Congress are ignoring the biggest threat to America right now, which is domestic right-wing militia-type terrorism. Where? Which groups? And where are they? And what are the names of the members? And well, it's anybody that was in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Anybody that was even there. And well, what's the criteria for getting off of it? What's the criteria for getting on that list? There isn't one. So there's no process? No, there's no process. And that means there's no due process. As Trey Gowdy pointed out in an interview recently. There's no due process for Americans that were placed on the terrorism list, the terrorism watch list. There's no due process for getting on that list. So you have to prove that you're not one, that you don't belong on the list. You have to prove that you have your rights to privacy. So that you're not going to be probed like warrantless searches and stuff. It's nasty. It's nasty stuff. Nasty stuff, but the next virus is coming. It'll come around the next election cycle. And, you know, it'll be happening because, you know, people want to support Trump. And if you do, you're a terrorist. Or whoever's going to run on the Republican side, you're a terrorist. And the Republicans aren't much better in Congress. They're all bought by big business. Everybody's finding that out. We're all, you know, everybody's, they don't want you to take the red pill because once you take the red pill, you, there, there's no going back. There is no going back. That's what that all was. That's all that was. Watch The Matrix. But Tate, why do they hate Tate? Why do they hate Andrew Tate? Why are they canceled him after he said that? And then he, <laughs> he went to jail recently for uh, human trafficking. And it was all just, they're like, no, we don't have anything. It was a tip. <laughs> so there's that. It's about character assassination. So again, not the masculine way to take care of things. So there's an attack on masculinity, so they don't do it that way. They character assassinate. Oh, wait, I was just watching the thing about Trudeau walked into a building in, in uh, <laughs> Justin Trudeau walked into a building in Toronto, I think it is. But holy smokes, the crowd is hating on him. Here, let's play that. That's worthy of a listen. Stand by. Trudeau's getting out of his car, surrounded by security. He's walking into a building. He's walking down the sidewalk. There's a lot of cops. Lots of security with suits and stuff, right? And there's crowds in the street. He's quickly walking up the steps. But actually, he doesn't have a care in the world. Jesus. That's awful. All right. So anyway. Um... This is what Andrew Tate says. <laughs> Again, sorry, boy, they're mad in Canada. I'm sorry for the Canadian language. 
They're pretty, you know, well, liberal up there. They are. I don't know why they're so mad. You know, so is, I mean, Trudeau's that way, so what's the problem? They're getting exactly what they want. Is it, is, are they upset that it's, he's not liberal enough? That he's not leftist enough? If, you know, if, if there was more leftism in Canada, it might be better off. They might be, it might be better. Then the truckers would be happier probably too. And the people would be happier. And, but they, I mean, they probably don't know what's best for them. They don't even know how to spend their own money. They don't, they don't even know who deserves their money after they earn it. But, you know, Trudeau does. They should just, you know, he has their, anyway. Um, this is something Tate says. This is from Instagram, so it's like at music and stuff. But check this out. This is Tate. This is Andrew Tate. <laughs> if I can get it to go. You have to resist the slave mind. You have to look at it all and understand they are trying to make a slave of you. And when I say slave, I do not mean slave lightly. I, I mean the word slave. They are printing money from the sky and you're giving up your life for it. If they can create something in unlimited amounts anytime they want and you'll give up your life and time for that said thing, you are their slave. They don't need to use power and control and whips anymore. They just have the, the money print button. It's slavery. And they need to make sure that even if you know that, you don't feel powerful enough to do anything about it. All of this, every single thing about the modern world was deliberately constructed to get us to a point where they can come along and lock you in your house for something with a 99.9% survival rate, and you're going to sit there and take it like a bitch anyway. That's what all this shit is, including being in a position where you can't even tell your own woman she's not allowed out with her friends to get fucking drunk with a bunch of dudes. Because you're not even allowed to do that. If a wife comes home and goes, I'm going to go out drinking tonight. You're wait, wait, to okay, I got to stop him, though. Now I'm in disagreement. That's coercive and controlling behavior. Nobody says that. Nobody says, no, honey, you're going to go out and get drunk with your friends and dudes, quote unquote. And she goes, no, that's coercive and destructive behavior. You're, you're a misogynist. Like, where is that happening? Like, if I go, okay, I'm going to go out with, you know, I'm going to go out with those two friends of mine and we're going to go to that one place and we're going to talk to chicks and just see what happens. You know, are you cool with that? And there's going to be alcohol involved. Not for me, but for them. So I'm not going to. But they will. And that's how, But you know, I'm going to call it going out drinking, you know, because I'm designated driver. So, but we're going to go do that. You know, how is my woman going to be like, okay with that? Like, she's going to go, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no problem, Steve. No. So where is it that this? I don't. I don't agree with them on that. Like where? Like there's a married couple where the wife says, or one of the people says, "I'm going to go out drinking with my friends, and there's going to be the opposite sex that I'm attracted to there, and we're all going to hang out and drink, and you're not going to be there." Uh, no, no, you're not. And nobody like that would be. Nobody, nobody that would find that disagreeable would be in a relationship where that occurs is the thing. So I disagree with Tate there, but the first part of what he said about the Matrix is correct. They don't want him saying that. If it was crazy and irrefutable, or, you know, it was, excuse me, not irrefutable. If it wasn't irrefutable, if it was crazy and conspiracy theory sounding, and no, it's, it's obvious now. 
And they don't want people saying that. Davos and all this, you know. Uh, it's all going to be about global warming and controlling everything you purchase, digital currency and all that. Now I'm, now I'm getting upset <laughs> with the world. But with Tate, it's like, why do they, why do they hate him? Why do they hate Tate? You know, because he tells them that, like, in the schools, it's like they, they tell him in the schools that, like, masculinity is toxic and, and, and he points this out and he'll say, like, they tell them in the school and they do this. This is like policy. This is part of, it's part of wokeism is, you know, masculinity itself is toxic. It's bad. It hurts people. It's destructive. Don't be male. And what maleness is, masculinity is, is a drive and a need to protect and to provide. And they don't want you to do that. They, 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 they want the school to have total authority. Like they don't want your parents providing insight or knowledge or a path or security. They want that to come from the schools, i.e. the government. Uh, don't be independent. Don't be an individual. Um, just try to fit in. And they, my kids tell me this. You know, it's like, no, just fit in. Be a good worker, be a good consumer, follow the rules, go along to get along. Don't ask why. Just be, you know, fit in. Don't try to stand out. Don't stand out. And if the government can protect and provide for you, you don't need men. Where is that? Where do we see that in society? Where the government's taking the place of the men. And meanwhile, maleness is deemed toxic and damaging and harmful to people and society. While the less of it we see in certain areas or demographics or segments of society, the less we see of it, that protecting and providing, the, the worse things seem for people. So... But we're all supposed to just just keep looking at your phone and swiping and obeying and turning your turning your guns so that no gun violence will happen anywhere and all you men castrate yourself so that no sexual assaults will happen anywhere. So for the rest of you, which is most of us, <laughs> the sane ones, right? The right thinkers. <laughs> the reasonable people. Uh, may you be healthy and may you be happy and may you be loved. Namaste. Namaste.